Happy Monday, family. Thank you for tuning in again to Conversations with Friends. Welcome, friends and family, beautiful people. This is episode 11. Whoop, whoop. So excited about that. Um, I've talked about numbers before on the show. We're, we're going to have to, I'm going to have to bring a, a numbers friend on and get into some real number talk, actually. Um, and just kind of let it flow, a real conversation with numbers, because um, they're so important to me. <laughs> and 11 is the founding... Uh, I shouldn't say that. There's actually numbers lower than 11 that are founding pr- principal numbers for me. But 11 is, for me, the founding number and energy of the external work, of the work outside of myself, of the work with my community, um, with, of the work with plants. It represents the energy of standing side by side together. And when you do that, you can make anything work. Um, I'm super thankful and excited, and it actually really totally makes full sense as to why I have my friend today on the show. Um, but yeah, so welcome, guys. Episode 11. And next week will be episode 12. That will be our first, let's say, season of Conversations with Friends. A little bit off on the seasons. We're a month and a half off from winter. But um, <clears throat> we'll call the first 12 weeks the first season of a line of Conversations with Friends. And then we're going to go ahead and take a break. I've mentioned this to you guys a couple times, but then we're going to go ahead and take a, a short break on the podcast. Come back really strong. I've actually met a few local people that will be bringing on to the show, a couple herbalists. And, um, yeah, just continue to go forward, but we're going to take a little break in between seasons. Um, today's friend is a mama. Well, I always like to start with a soul, a soul, a beautiful soul, um, mother, sister, daughter, friend, wife, uh, plant person, healer. Super excited to have her on the show. I met my friend today through um, another close friend and a woman who was also on the show before who was born at 11-11. So it really does make sense that um, Kristen... Oh my goodness. You know what, Kristen? I didn't confirm how to say your last name before. I've known your last name for years, but I should have confirmed how to say it before I introduced you. Kristen, say your last name. Okay, my... Well, my last name is O'Brien, but you probably are thinking of my maiden name, which I keep, which is on my Facebook page, which you probably read all the time. So, and that is Panessa, which is Italian. So, Kristen O'Brien is how I go by, though. Ah, okay. And I, yeah, I didn't know that. I actually even have you in my phone as Kristen. Is it Pan- say it again, Panessa? Pan- yeah, Panessa. Mm-hmm. P- Panessa. Okay, but it's O'Brien. I didn't. I had no idea. No. Well, you just use your whole identity, Kristen O'Brien. That's right. <laughs> <sighs> Welcome to Conversations with Friends, love. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm super excited to get you here, too. Um, we have hung out in person a few times now, and every time you have me cracking up the whole time, you have me just rolling. <laughs> Um, I love Aww. funny people. Funny people are literally like the gold of life. Um, and not everybody can be funny and, and be natural with it. Like just respond to life in a funny way. But yet you, my friend, that is, that's a skill you have. Oh, thank you. I feel the same about you. I just love talking with you. You're, I just love, you're so like understated and like, you just, 
say it how it is, and it's hilarious to me. And so I just love that we have that appreciation for each other when we're in each other's presence. I'm like, I love this woman. <laughs> it's hilarious. You're so funny. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> Uh, Kristen and I met in Colorado was the first time we met. I guess, no, so I have seen you in another state. Yeah, so we met in Colorado. Uh, gosh, I guess it's probably been three years now. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking three years. Uh-huh. I think so, too. Um, I, again, met Kristen through a mutual friend, Delmara. We'll shout, shout Delmara out today. Uh-huh. She, she needs all the shout outs. She does, and she's in the desert, and she's just been, uh, she, I've seen her the last few weeks a couple of times, so it's been really cool to have my friend around again. Good. But um, we met through Delmara and through a company and through an event um, known as doTERRA, which many of the, the audience members today will have heard about doTERRA. Um, though we, Kristen and I are a part of the same, Kristen's very active, I'm not as active but um, we're part of the same tribe, doTERRA tribe, which is a group of men and women who have decided to work with the company doTERRA and with essential oils. And we'll talk about this in more detail here. Um, but we had a, a <clears throat> let's say a business meeting pretty much um, called Tribe Retreat yeah. in Colorado. And that was the first time we met. And, um, I think that that was the first time that I recognized, like, you had a dress on that I had that I was actually going to bring with me to the retreat. And. Oh, yeah. That uh, long purple one. The purple dress. And, um, as soon as I saw that, I was like, well, um, I'm not 100% sure how or why I know this woman yet, but I do know that Uh. it's a long-term intention for me to know her because she has my dress on. (laughs) And, and that's how I actually think about life. <laughs> yes, you do, and I love that about you. Like that is, there are no accidents. <laughs> there is no. <laughs> Thank you for the message. I see it. I hear it. I don't know what it means, but I'm hearing it. <laughs> that is actually how I do life, and yes um, you do it I really do and it, and it works because I mean that's actually how I see it so as soon as I saw that dress I was just like wow um, okay I'm, I'm just open which I'm open to most people but I'm just open to whatever is going to come between she and I and I'm actually to be honest Aww. with you Kristen I'm really excited because I feel like um, anything that is to really come from us is still in the future so um, yes give thanks I, yeah, I'm grateful for that too, and excited to see what comes. I just love you. I just think the world of you, so I'm I'm excited too. Well, I love you as, as well, and I love um, how we met because I feel like you know that that tribe retreat. Although I've I I've kind of been doing my own thing and not really sticking with the tribe. I also am really stuck with uh-huh. the tribe, and I it's kind of been cool to watch over the years. Um, my personal relationship with many different women that I met during that weekend. Um, because yeah. I met a lot of really powerful, amazing souls, women mostly who were really serious about changing their own lives and changing uh, other people's lives, other families' lives, and committing themselves to it. So um, just super thankful that that's the way we met through Delmara, through that energy, through the energy of the dress. Like all those things really mean a lot to me. 
And, um, and, and that's why we're here today together is to, to start doing some work together and do more work together to pull the energy and uh, see where it'll grow. Yes. Um, so let's talk a little bit about doTERRA because, um, like I said, that that's where we met and a lot of amazing souls are a part of this company. I feel like you are, um, I hope that they're using your voice because you, you have a certain way that you share anything that you are sharing, but things that you really care for and are really passionate about with so much love and vigor and just passion and excitement. So I hope that they're using you to, <laughs> to talk up the company, but we're going to use you right now. Um, tell us a little bit about Doterra and about the company. It's an amazing company. It does a lot of good. Um, it's doing major plant work around the world. Um, so maybe you could just, you know, tell us a little bit about why you love doTERRA, why doTERRA is so bomb.com. Just share a little bit about what you do. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, so doTERRA is the number one essential oil company in the world right now. And I know a lot of us are probably hearing a lot about essential oils and, you know, all the buzz and they've become really mainstream and, and that is wonderful because really what essential oils are are just concentrated plant medicine. You know, maybe not everyone is going to be inclined to kind of maybe grow their herb garden or even brew herbs that they purchase, but, you know, I think a lot of people do do that, but I think what doTERRA really wants to do is change every household, like how everyone has heard of, you know, oh, yeah, did you take a Tylenol or, oh, yeah, did you put neosporin on it? Like, they want that to be plant medicine. They want you to say, did you take some on guard or did you, you know, did you rub some lavender on it? Every household would have safe gifts of the earth in their home to use, and so I think they're just doing a really great job doing that with a ton of um, humanitarian um, integrity and vision and, and foresight. So they're just a beautiful company that focuses so much more on actual humans and healing lives than it does on profit, which I think is so beautiful and so important to me um, if I'm going to represent a company and educate people on, you know, align myself with the products that a particular company makes, like, I've got to be all in. Like, I have to be completely aligned with their values and their vision and their integrity. And so it was really beautiful to find that in this company. Yeah. So doTERRA's whole deal, basically, is that every, every plant that they use is going to be sourced where it is indigenously found. So it's not like, oh, well, you know, we have some farmland in Utah. What can we grow there? It is like, where can we get the highest quality, most medicinal, beautiful, high vibrational version of this plant where God placed it on this earth? And how can we harness and utilize that beautiful, powerful medicine and get it in the hands of the most people who can use it for, for healing and for growth. And so a lot of times what that looks like for doTERRA is, you know, for example, with vetiver, which is a beautiful grass that's very sedating, very calming, very grounding, you know, wonderful for helping people maybe that have a hard time sleeping or, you know, kids that have a hard time harnessing their energy and grounding, um, maybe anxious feelings or difficulty focusing, sleeping, all of that. 
Haiti is the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere, but it is rich in this wonderful grass that grows indigenously there. So doTERRA doesn't just go and say, oh, hey, wow, yeah, y'all are starving and have no water and, you know, things for the Vetiversia. They not only pay fair wages, but they work arm in arm with these people to say, well, how can we create um, what you're already doing and what you've been doing for generations upon generations? How can we give that a global market? How can we give you so many more humans to reap the benefits of what you're already doing? How can we help you do it on a larger scale and do it sustainably and ethically? And how can we pay you fair wages and on time and eliminate corrupt middlemen? And then, how can we bless you? How can, what do you need? These people are walking an hour to go get water and then coming home and boiling it for a half an hour before they give it to their children? That's not acceptable. That's not thriving. So does Heretic Wells and um, supplies water filtration programs. Um, and this is not just in Haiti. This is in yeah. 42 countries around the world. So they're also really focused on medical clinics, um, housing. Uh, we source our wintergreen and our spikenard in Nepal. So we were already on the ground when those horrible um, earthquakes hit a few years ago. So we had food, we had water, we had medical clinics, we had... Um, new housing being supplied, and that's all just out of the goodness of doTERRA's heart, truly. So I just love that every drop of oil that not only do I purchase for my family, but that I educate others on how to get, has already just changed the lives of so many people, thousands and thousands and thousands of jobs, um, and just improving the lives of so many people. So that... That lights me up, and that is, that's doTERRA in a nutshell. And, yeah. and then they also are really focused beyond that, beyond the fourth thing. The next step would be, you know, distilling it property and uh, testing. So, you know, there was a funny analogy. Someone said, like, would you want to fly on an airplane that said, yeah, yeah, we, we you know, routinely, periodically check these airplanes? No. Like, do you want to know that your airplane has been checked and tested? Right? Before you fly it, have it been this one, this time. And so every single batch of doTERRA essential oils are tested. They have third party testers that come um, and, and receive the batches of oil and test every batch. They're super transparent. They publish every batch of oil by a lot number. So you can enter in a lot number that's on the bottom of your bottle and see the test results to see how pure your oil is. Nice. Um, that it has not been adulterated, that it has not, you know, that it meets doTERRA's very high standards. So you're not only getting the highest quality essential oil on the planet, but you're also uh, getting the most ethically and humanitarianly sourced from a really science-based plant medicine company. So that's doTERRA. You know what's a trip about that, too, is so many people um, question, I guess we could say, um, uh-huh. the quality of sure. doTERRA, you know, or, <clears throat> or whatever central oil yeah. they are, they qu- they question the quality, like, well, d- does this have this in it or does this have that in it? And what's hilarious to me about that, and right. I, I just usually don't even pay any attention to any of that press because, um, when, you, when you use, and I don't use other essential oils, I only use doTERRA, but when you use doTERRA essential oils, they work. Period. Yeah. They work. So, Period. although Absolutely. I, although I know that testing is important and like, 
And I'm really thankful that the company has such high standards for it. But like just all of the extras that people will, but is it, is it really pure and they work, period. Right. So, right. Um, so I know it works. I mean, period, right? Like, so the yeah. thing is, is, yeah. is that there's a lot of additives in our world to the majority of the things yeah. that we consume. Yeah. doTERRA essential oils work, period. Yeah. And when yeah. you have an ailment and you turn to essential oils, especially therapeutic grade ones from doTERRA, you're going to receive the actual healing experience. And so that's really what's important. Um, quick question regarding the medical clinics. This just popped up in my head. The medical clinics yeah. that, they sh- that they set up, do you know do they actually use essential oils in those clinics? I would imagine they do, but do you know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they will. Yes, they absolutely will be. So they're starting. You know, doTERRA has said that they would like to disrupt our broken healthcare system from the ground up. Um, I mean, we all know, right? This I don't think needs to be said, but we're, we're all we're grateful for doctors. We're grateful for Western medicine, right? Yes. Thank God that we have, right, dialysis machines or surgeons that, you know, pharmaceuticals when they're needed, but at the same time, right, we can all acknowledge that there are, is a lot that is broken about our, our medical system, and so doTERRA really wants to disrupt that from the ground up, and so they're starting to build their own integrative health clinics. They're calling it Prime Meridian, which is where the Eastern Hemisphere meets the Western Hemisphere, mm-hmm. right, like on the globe, Prime Meridian. So they're calling it Prime Meridian, which is East meets West, right, so they're going to have all kinds of alternative practitioners working together to integratively approach your healthcare needs. So whether that is physical or emotional, whether you are, you know, elderly or a newborn or everyone in between, you there's going to be chiropractors, acupuncturists, massage therapists, physical therapists, um, you know, all aromatherapists, herbalists, nutritionists, and everyone working together to holistically help you find the healing that feels best for you using the tools that feel right for you and in your particular situation uh they want to spend a ton of time more time with you right not just you know i waited six weeks to get in with you and now i only have a five minute appointment thank you bye see ya you know they really want to be accessible and available um and to use education with their clients, you know, with not just send me home with this pill and I'm supposed to take it. Oh, really? What does it do? I don't know. I just got to take it, right? Like, no. You're going to know. You're going to understand. You're going to be an integrative part in your own healing. I mean, the fact that that's even a revolutionary idea right now means that we've gone far off the track, right? You've got to be a part of your own healing. Why would you not be? And how have we placed this healing in other people's hands Mm. for so long? Man. You know, to be completely disempowered. I don't know. I don't. I only live in this body. Could somebody tell me what's wrong with it and what I should do to do it? Like that. That's broken to me. Wow. Yeah, that's so yeah. so powerful. Um, like even with our with our children, you know, when you have a young baby, and they want you to take your baby into the doctors oh, for a well baby visit, and every time you go to the well baby visit, you get Every sick. Month. And you get sick. I always, my children, I've only gone to like, we usually only do like one well baby visit. But every time, they got sick yeah. the first time I took them. I was like, well, I'm not coming back. So. <laughs> no, no. This is my way. goal is I so they don't get way. sick. <laughs> right. And and I don't want you to tell me. That was the other thing. Just the energy of it for me was really like, okay, so you're basically looking at my baby like a, 
a possible, you know, victim of many bad things. Like, that was mm. kind of it. Like, they're like, okay, well, we're going to need to protect them from this, 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 this. <laughs> and, you know, I felt like I had to sort of fight or protect, like, well, I'm actually going to opt out of this or vaccine or I'm, no, we're not going to do that. Yes, I'm co-sleeping. Yes, I'm nursing him. Yes, I think co-sleeping is fine. No, you know, I don't want the vaccine. Yes, I've read about it. Like, I don't want to protect and defend myself or my babies from the Western medical ideology and approach. I felt really aligned with how I was choosing, you know, particularly with my first baby, you know, when you're kind of trying on this whole motherhood role and suddenly, you know, you're like, I don't even care. I just know right now, in this moment, you are not, you know, vaccinating my child today. That was what felt right for me. It might not be right for everyone. I think we all need to educate ourselves and choose the best choice for our families, for our children as individuals, right? No judging other mamas for their yeah. hearts and their wisdom. That's not what this is about. For me, for example, I just felt, you know, that, yeah, so I kind of opted out of that whole, you know, pretty quickly myself. I, I think I took our first child to one doctor's appointment, and I was like, cool, so you weighed him and measured him, and I could do that at home, and yeah, bye. <laughs> Thanks. So yeah. we opted out of that, too. Well, I love this prime meridian thing. This is exciting. This is the first time I've heard about this. Um, and so I... We're going to have one in Phoenix. Are you really? Wow. I'm about to tune in all the way into this. i got to look into some um, in, like news about this because this is exciting. And I... I feel like why it's yeah. most exciting, like doTERRA is going to do a rocking job with it. They're going to, they're going to, they have tons of money to invest. So they're going to create a, a beautiful business with this. And, and I'm excited to see what they do. But as you were saying it, what's mostly exciting about that is going to be what type of market they open up for so many other healers to do their own version of this. doTERRA is going to rock yeah. it. Um, little yeah, little are. mama that's a Reiki healer or little mama that's a acupuncturist that could only have a small right. healing center. This Prime Meridian is going to open up a huge, massive market um, of the public desiring and expecting these types of options. So that's really exciting. Um, I, I so love doTERRA. I love doTERRA because of that, like just because of the amount of plant medicine that they move around. To me, that's what I makes agree. them so special. They're a business, like all businesses, and they do great work. But there's a lot of really great businesses out there that do great work. So I appreciate that about them. But what's the most dope thing about doTERRA is the amount of plant medicine that they move around. Um, the door that the doors they're opening, right, to connecting um, yeah. the people. And honestly, I mean, from my perspective of doTERRA, and this is just definitely coming from my personal perspective, it seems like... The majority of doTERRA is middle class white America. And and maybe that's not, that's just my American perspective. Like there's a whole global I community would agree. here. I, I but wouldn't argue with that, yeah. There's a good, a good portion of doTERRA is middle class yeah. white America. The thing is, is that that's a Absolutely. good portion of our country. And it's a good portion of the country that is really caught in. I mean, the middle class world is super caught in the system. Um, Agreed. So it's it's just a beautiful thing to watch this company move so much plant medicine and plant energy and plant love into a sector of our community that really really needs it. You know, it's 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 a there's a deep need to heal the middle class. Um, I and agree. That they and don't even know they need. Heal themselves. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the middle class doesn't even know they need it. They kind of think they won the American dream, 
But in reality, the American dream is killing generations of your family, and so it's a beautiful thing. So true. It's so true. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I think that to help people too, like I always tell people, you know, when they leave, you know, a consultation with me or a class with me or whatever, it's like, you know, now because you know in theory, you know, what oil you could use when your kiddo gets a sore throat or an earache or when you feel anxious or can't sleep or when, you know, whatever comes up physically or emotionally, there's an oil for that. And now that you know about it, you you can't just go home and rub the notes that you took on your body, right? You can't just rub (laughs) this paperwork or this magazine on your body. Like, you actually have to have them with you. And I think that that is, like, full circle. Well, like, okay, now, you know, you don't just buy... 10 bottles of oil and go home and sit them on yourself and have no idea what to do with them, that doesn't help you either. So I think the biggest piece for me is helping people feel empowered and confident and being the healer in their own home. Um, Taking that power back into their hands and not feeling like you have to be a super duper expert of some sort with some sort of credential, you know, like our grandmothers, you know. I've had massage clients who are in their, you know, 60s and 70s say, well, I had asthma when I was a baby, and I don't know what it was, but my mama used to, you know, rub this, she'd crush up these herbs and seeds from the garden. I don't even know what it was called. I wish I had, I never even asked. She would make a plaster all over my chest, and, mm-hmm. and it helped, and, you know, things, and it wasn't weird that they didn't go rushing, you know, maybe 50 miles down the road to a doctor you know, for everything that yeah. came up. But our, our now it's like mainstream middle-class America thinks that, you know, doing the very, very, very best thing you can do for yourself and your children is to visit the doctor periodically for well visits, like you said, right? That starts even in, in pregnancy, I think. They really plant those seeds of, you know, you better come in every month because you never know what might go wrong. And, you know, here's, there's a baby now, so you better put it in our hands. And, mm. and then it continues with their birth. And then all of a sudden it's, you know, well, you better, you know, do this and this and, you, you know, prevent it in this way and whatever. But So I think we, yeah, helping educate people to feel mm. confident and empowered or at least know that they can link arms with me and they can text me or we have, like, you know, a Facebook uh, community where people can ask questions and say, hey, this is coming up for my fam. I got these oils. What do I do? And then they'll be educated and supported um, every step of their journey that they can be the healer in their own homes. They're not, you know, being negligent. They're not, you know, whatever that looks like, whatever. I don't know what false or limiting beliefs people have around that, but it does come up from time to time. Yeah. So just that empowerment piece. Mm-hmm. Super empowering. I um, I just feel so much stronger with my essential oils, and I use plants in so many different ways. But um, me too. As a matter of fact, Delmar came over the, uh, recently, and she needed lavender, and I only had Serenity, and I'm just out of lavender right now. And I felt like I felt like a, I'm not going to say a failure because I don't believe in failure. I just I just <laughs> felt no. so sad though. I was just like, I can't believe I don't. I don't have lavender. Like, what would I do if somebody got burned and I don't have lavender? Who am I? (laughs) (laughs) Who am I right now? I know that feeling. You're like, how could I not? I feel like that too. I'm like, how do I, how have I let myself run out of this? Goodness. And lavender? I am. Lavender. I mean, hello, like, the the Swiss army knife of oils. Uh I'm not strapped. (laughs) Um... Yeah. Well, so I, I usually... But you know what? Serenity would do the trick, right? Because it's got chamomile in there, too, and ylang-ylang, and 
it's got some great things in there. I think you'd be fine nurturing a burn with, with your serenity but i feel you girl you got to get some more lavender well and that's the reason why i hadn't bought lavender because um yeah. serenity had been working because we, we use lavender i would say most consistently for bug bites and so yeah. um oh, it's, it's just it just instantly you know it instantly takes it away and so that's what the children and the children have acts they use lavender themselves often like well let me go find a lavender for my bug bite and it's bug bite season here yeah, right now um Okay, yeah. But we've just been using Serenity on bug bites, and it's working. So that's why I haven't gotten lavender, because Serenity's been working. Sure. <laughs> but yeah. I'm getting lavender. Um, there you go. So I usually start the show with asking a little bit of background information, but since you just kind of mentioned a little bit about somebody coming to you and talking to you and, and looking to you as a resource to connecting with plant medicine, let's talk a little bit. We talked about uh, doTERRA and who they are a little bit, and we're going to come back to some more plant talk um, but let's hear a little bit about Kristen and how you've got to today, um, you know, in a general sense. You can go as far back as you like or stay as recent or current as possible. But um, you're a mother, you're a wife, you're a friend, you're a community activist, you're a plant healer, you're a healer, you're a yogi. There's so much about you and things that you do. Um, tell us a little bit about you and how you've gotten to this point and, um, you know, just to today, being in Colorado with your family, yeah. working with plants. Let's hear a little bit about Kristen. Yeah, so... I think my, I grew up in, uh, in Poughkeepsie, New York, just north of New York City, about 65 miles north of New York City. And I went to college in Massachusetts. And actually, I think it was in college, not I think, I know, it was in college that I really was first introduced to plant medicine, um, by my roommate. Um, her name was Leah, a dear, dear special sister friend of mine. And, um, an amazing, amazing wonderful woman and um so in college and so it was like 1998 i feel like that i met leah so could that be 20 years ago god lord <laughs> so anyway <laughs> it feels like about 12 but it's 20 so anyway she had been suffering tremendously from uh crohn's disease and mm. psoriasis um and in Chinese medicine, like the large intestine is, is linked with the skin, and so she was having Crohn's flares and, um, and um, psoriasis flares. And when she came to college, I met her, and she had just been taken a year off of, of school um, because she had been so very, very, very sick, and you would never know it. I mean, this woman is just the most glowing, gorgeous, Turn it, I mean, turns head, just magnetic woman. And, you know, we're, we're babies. We're 19, 20 years old. And we're, you know, putting on our makeup and caring how we look and all the things. And she showed me a picture of her one day in the, in the throes of her psoriasis outbreak. And honestly, she looked like a burn victim, like a, a just awful, mm. horrendous laying on the couch. And her mama was like, obviously all the things that they're doing are, are not working, and she, as mamas do, right, took it upon herself to dig in and find some things. So she started getting acupuncture, mm. she started drinking herbs, and she started, uh, she eliminated gluten. And I remember literally being like, it's 1998, I'm like, what's gluten? It's, right, Italian girl from New York, I don't even know what gluten is. It's a major part of my life, but I don't know what it is, right? So I'm like, um, right, so I was like, I have 
no idea, honestly. Remember even thinking, like, I had no idea, like, that what you ate could affect your skin. Yeah. Like, I really, that was, I was, it was not a connection I had made yet. Um, I had, I had heard of acupuncture, but that seems crazy. What? They're sticking needles in you? Like, no way. And then she would come home and she would brew these herbs that smelled like bizarre smells I had never smelled before and drink them. And, and, but clearly she's doing great and healing from the pictures that I had seen to this vibrant woman. So, to be honest, that was the beginning of my healing with plants, um, and, you know, alternative medicine journey, and, um, so yeah, so that, so then, long story short, as, as darkness kind of can be a wonderful catalyst for growth and healing, I had, I got involved in a pretty unhealthy, um, romantic relationship, and it was interesting, you and I were talking before about how, you know, what you, some of the messages that you received from your mama, some of the programming yeah. that you received from your mom, and it, and for me, I think one of the things that I received from my mom, my mom was raised by uh, alcoholic parents, and, mm. that, and her dad was quite abusive. And I think it's interesting because I did not grow up with alcoholism or abuse, and still I found myself in an alcoholic abusive relationship where mm. I could not stand up for myself and communicate boundaries and respect in a healthy way. In fact, I would completely, and of course I had no language for this or even awareness of this, totally enable him. I was like, oh, poor guy, man, he's so miserable that he treats me like crap. I can understand him, though. I'm the only one. I'll be a part of his healing. I'll just love him through it. Like, whatever. So three years, right? I should not take that on at 19, 20, and 21, right? Good Lord. No one should take that on at any age. But so that's where I found myself. And it was a really pretty low, dark, uh, unhealthy part of my life, graduating from college, until we broke up, and I found myself thinking, oh my goodness, this is rough, and he's, we're in the same town, we, all of our friends are intertwined, and I'm seeing him out, and I just, it just felt so unhealthy and so toxic, that I decided to move to California with a different friend of mine from college, so... I packed up my little black Civic and drove cross country and moved to San Diego just to get away and have a fresh start and take some time. And I ended up at uh, massage school at mm. Pacific College of Oriental Medicine. Mm. And so it was just this perfect delve into my own healing mm -hmm. and into a career path that felt really uh, beautiful and aligned for me. Um, and I was loving my massage classes, but they focused a lot on acupuncture points and herbs and meridians and tongue and pulse diagnosis and all of the traditional Chinese medicine and I was so in love and just getting all that body work and releasing all the old trauma and stress and tension that I had been carrying and it was just a beautiful chapter. I also met my husband at massage school. We had five out of five classes together our first semester there. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so we, it's just everything felt uh, yeah, so then within a year, we, uh, I got pregnant for our first son. Yeah, it was a year. Yeah, about a year. Um, and we got pregnant for our first son, and then we had Evan in San Diego. And, of course, as you have a child, you're kind of like, wow, is this where we want to be, right? Is this where we want to raise our kids? Like, could we, you know, my husband grew up on a farm in rural South Dakota on 2,000 acres. Nice. And here we are in San Diego, like, you know, renting apartments with no space, looking at housing, thinking, oh my goodness, we'll 
Like, do you really want to buy a million dollar home? You know, do we really want to do this? In Claremont. (laughs) Right, exactly. Do you really want to drive 60 miles or 80 miles an hour on a six lane freeway everywhere you go? That's Cali. That's right. And, you know, it's wonderful. And I love my time there. I lived there for three years. But it started to feel like, you know, that just sort of when you take stock of where you're at and you have a baby and you're thinking, no, this actually isn't it. And we had always wanted to travel. We had thought, oh, man, you know, when we graduate, we'll just move to Hawaii and get a job at a spa for a year. And then we'll move here and we'll move there. And we'll just massage people all over the world and just live in different places. And um, so we decided our first uh on our desire to move all around the world would be Boulder, Colorado. So we looked into all different places. Hawaii, and we're like, ooh, that's expensive to move, right? You know, Santa Cruz, uh, it's kind of cloudy and rainy there. I don't know, you know, Portland, <laughs> uh, Montana, those are rough winters. Okay, Arizona, mm, too hot. You know, we really did. We really were like, hmm, how about Colorado? I was like, I've been there. Gorgeous, love it. Want to go there for a couple years? Yeah, we totally should. Wow, the rent is cheaper in Colorado than it is here. Wow, cool, great. And we like literally just like moved with a three-month-old baby to Boulder, Colorado and rented an apartment and we thought, well, we'll be here two or three years. But again, that children are wonderful catalysts for so much growth, right? You start to really sink roots and connect to community and your sister and mama friends who you're watching each other's kids and helping each other out. We just really sunk roots here and we have been here ever since and uh, that will be... 14 years in April, and we have been in Boulder. We bought a home in Longmont, which is just north of Boulder. So that's where I am. That's how I, I guess, got here. Nice. Um, Long story. (laughs) Well, quick question about when you went to Cali and you you enrolled in massage therapy school, did your college roommate inspire that? Like, was that experience a part of the inspiration? Like, let me go try this acupuncture-type world out. Well, you know, what's really interesting is that, yes, for sure, at the time, absolutely. Um, and also, so then after I graduated from college, I moved back to the 60s, and I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. I got a job actually waitressing, and of course, there's all these right little coincidences, quote-unquote, no such thing. But So I got this job waitressing, and I remember this woman... Um, she was just so, so cool and so beautiful and she came in from time to time and it turned out that, you know, she had, we had a mutual friend in common and my, I remember my mutual friend had told me about her and then here I was meeting her years later and our mutual friend, her name was Tara and Tara told me, oh man, this woman is so amazing. She's so beautiful. She's so cool. Like Tara got her period for the first time and this woman bought her a pair of earrings. And she was like, Tammy bought me, you know, just like this beautiful woman. And so um, this woman, her name is Tammy. Tammy, I met her at this restaurant I was working at. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I know Tara. Like, I've heard of you and you're, you know, whatever. And she was like, yes, you know, I'm I'm going. I live. I was living in California, but I moved back to New York because my mom is, is sick and I'm, I'm here to take care of her. Um, but here, let me give you my card and we can keep in touch. And so the card she gave me said Pacific College of Oriental Medicine on it. Mm. And I was like, what? What even is that? That's so cool. Oriental Medicine, is that, is that acupuncture? Is that what that even means? I don't even know. So I remember sort of sticking it in my wallet and somebody was like, oh yeah, she's studying to be an acupuncturist. I'm like, that is so cool. This woman's so cool. So then literally I was in California, not even really thinking about that. And I was applying for more waitressing jobs. I'm like, whatever, I'll just get a job waitressing. So 
I was driving all around San Diego, like, okay, I can drop off this application here. Okay, I have an interview there. Okay, I have to do And I kept passing it by. I would pass by Pacific College of Oriental Medicine, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's the place that Tammy went. She told me she just moved here from California, and look at that. That's that school. So, literally, mm. I remember going home all the time. I could not get a waitressing job. Could not. And it was so weird because I'm like, I'm 22 years old. I'm cute. I have experience. Like, why is no one hiring me? And it turned out, of course, that this was not meant to be. So, I ended up, um, one of the times that I was, like, looking online to see where else I could drop off an application, I just decided to go ahead and look up that for the College of Oriental Medicine. And I remember just reading their website, all the classes they had to offer, Shiatsu and Tui Na and Qigong and, you know, massage therapy for um, digestive disorders and massage therapy for uh, fertility and reproductive issues and this and that. And I was like, what? Foot reflexology, Thai yoga massage. I was like, oh, my gosh, you can, like, go take classes and learn this? Like, is this yeah. to be true? Like, I was just, it just lit a fire. And so the next time I drove by, I ended up going in and just stopping in, like literally poking my head in the door. And of course, their admissions director was like, hi, come on in. Can I help you? And before and over, sitting down, drinking green tea. And I'm like, my boyfriend and New York and in California. And I can't get a job and I have no money. You know? And she's like, oh. And I was like totally enrolled by like the end of the day. And started classes in January. Nice. So that's that's that little whole story. Nice. Well, yeah. welcome to today. Um, give thanks for all right. of the, the pieces of our of our path that direct us the way that we're meant to go. Because you now share plant medicine and plant energy and not just that. I mean, that's, that's kind of my thing with doTERRA and with essential oils. But there's a whole other aspect to doTERRA that I really haven't tuned into as much. But um, just personal self-development and empowerment. So... Um, you've really taken your journey and you're now doing a lot of really good work with it. I know you've built a, a large team and a lot of people are being helped. Um, so I want to, I want to get into that stuff, but first, um, I wanted to, we've talked about essential oils on the show before. Um, I talk about plants, um, most of the conversation on the show. And I think just in a general sense of what I put out is this overarching um, understanding and awareness of using plants and healing. And I go into some detail, but I don't do as much detail. I personally feel like, you know, if you when you turn to plants and you turn to Mother Earth, um, the details get worked out for you specifically, right? So, like, everybody has their own group of details. Absolutely. But it's just more so of an alignment. Align with plants. Align with this awareness uh-huh. and this energy uh-huh. that we have available here. Figure out your own details. Um, so I don't go into too many details, but I really wanted to talk about um, some specifics on the show with you today because I know that you use oils daily with your family, with yourself, with your community. Um, so before we get into talking about um, using plants and using essential oils for ourselves and our families, I was wanting, I wanted to go through your top five oils. I've got my top five oils. Um, we can just kind of quickly go through which they, why, what they are, and maybe the top ways that we use them. Um, so yeah, so do you have five oils that you want to yeah. talk about? I do. That's hard to narrow it down, but yes, I absolutely can do that. Um, it is really hard to so narrow it down, I, too. <laughs> oh, man. I have, you know, hundreds, and it's, 
amazing how they all sort of pop up their little heads and, you know, wave at me. And I'm like, oh, I have, you know, I haven't even really connected with you, yeah. little plant, you know, friend. And then all of a sudden you're like my new best friend. It's amazing because they yeah. are. They're so adaptogenic, right, that we, as we heal and as we move through different challenges or stressors or seasons of our life, you know, physically and emotionally or, you know, whatever it is, how different oils become my companion for that season, right? That yeah. ally of like, hey, this is what you need. And you don't even know it sometimes. You're like, man, I love the way this smells. I haven't even thought about it and I can't get enough of it today. Mm. And you're like, it's, it's just amazing. Um, I would say a good, powerful standby for me, like I always think the versatility and the power and how much it helps alleviate things when they come up um, for me is peppermint. I am a big fan of peppermint. I tend to, you know, if I eat something that doesn't quite sit right or, you know, maybe overeat or it's something that's not quite agreeing with me, I will put a drop of peppermint in some water and I am, it never ceases to amaze me Mm -hmm. that I am probably 100% better within literal minutes. Um, And I have seen that across the board for so many people, even just, you know, whether it's motion, sickness. I tend to be a kind of digestive tummy girl. So, like, digestive, you know, car sick, mountain roads, um, whatever. And so the other thing is, like, any kind of headaches or neck or muscle tension, I just rub that topically right on, like, the sides and the back of my neck, my temples, my forehead, and it is, like amazing like headache gone you can use it for any kind of joint pain right like you could rub it on an an achy knee or an achy muscle it's really anti-inflammatory i mean i have seen it drop fevers i put it on the back of my kiddo's neck and Mm -hmm. maybe the crooks of their elbows and the crooks of their knees and up and down their spine and take their temperature again and it's you know 99 not 104 Mm -hmm. you know i've seen that with my own eyes um even emotionally uh Peppermint is said to be the oil of the buoyant heart, so it mm. has a lot of sort of uplift. Um, it's alert and awake. If I ever feel, I love to mix peppermint with citrus. I feel like it's just happy. It's alert. It's crisp. It's clean. It's clear. Um, focus. Whatever. Yeah, energizing. Yeah. Clarity. So I am a fan of peppermint. All right, peppermint, and that was actually one on my list as well. I have I have a long list, so I knew if you came, if you came with some of them, I was going to just move it around. But peppermint is for me too. So, all right, number one for Kristen is peppermint. Um, I'm going to do my first one, white fur. Um, yeah, love I love all of the tree bark oils. They really are all of those are really my favorite ones. Um, but white fur has been, is, is one of my favorite because of the, the extreme healing power it carries. Um, I use it and have used it multiple times for injuries, for ligaments, um, bruises, um, any type of physical injury. And I can literally feel the white fur work. Um, there was a particular time when, um, at the cart, I injured my hand. And I didn't know about white fur. Did I know about it already? I don't know if I knew that it was good for ligaments. I think I looked it up and found that it was good for ligaments. But I put the white fur onto my arm and the exact um, path of pain, like the actual tendon or ligament that was inflamed, I could feel it move. I could feel the white fur move directly along that injured ligament or piece of my body 
and the pain went away, you know, within moments, like how essential oils work. Like you just said, you could go from 99 or 140 temperature to 99 in moments. It literally works that quickly. Um, so white fur is, white fur is my favorite. Yeah. Um, I've, I've only used it for injuries, gym injuries, um, things like that. But because I actually felt it move down my ligament, that is my go-to now for any, for any internal, but you know, internal and almost, you know, that's almost like an external, it's obviously internal, but I feel like that's almost external. Like it's not my organs or something. It's something that I can reach through my skin. Um, so that's, that's, that's my first one is white fur. magical the that's highest. like actual magic oh, it is it is like the highest vibrational oil on the planet yeah and i just it just feels like just beauty just divine beautiful i have a diluted rollerball of rose i rub it over my heart chakra and throat chakra and neck um and wrists and just breathe it in and i'm just like oh you are gorgeous and magical, and I love you, and it makes me feel good and calm, but just high vibe. I just enjoy it very much as a perfume. Yeah, I remember um, first smelling rose. I think it was at the tribe retreat, and mm-hmm. oh my god, I was like, well, this this is actually like how you want your life to smell your whole life. <laughs> yes, you want to just walk it. down yes. a path of rose essential oil. And what's interesting is I've always been the, I've always been one to stop and smell the roses. Um, but it, mm-hmm. rose oil is different than stopping and smelling the roses. This is like rose happiness times 100,000 is so powerful. I love that. Right. It's just so concentrated. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Awesome. So let's see my number two, is going to be, um, well, I'm going to do a mix. I'm going to go with balance as my number two. Okay. That's on my list too, for sure. Yeah. Um, and maybe you can talk about it as well for your experiences, but I definitely feel like it's, it's a, it's a mix of oils. 
Um, and this is particularly a, an, an oil blend through doTERRA. So doTERRA has created their own proprietary essential oil blends. Balance is one of these. And um, as you find yourself looking for plant medicine and you're checking out doTERRA, Balance is one mixture. You could, of course, find these oils and, you know, um, use the individual plants in this blend for your healing needs. But um, Balance is special. I I think also at the tribe retreat was the first time I heard the story. I heard a woman, um, I bet she's doing really great in the company too. I lost track of her and I don't remember her name, but she told a story of having her son on like 10 different medications, prescription medications for depression and anxiety and ADHD and the whole spiel, very middle class yeah. standard way to approach Janelle. Janelle yes. Um, huh? and she used balance and a few other oils to get him off of all of those medications. And when she said that to me, that really sunk in my heart deep, though I also didn't have yeah. a need for balance at the time, um, or at least I didn't right. think I did. Um, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so we were talking about earlier about your, I think your youngest son, you were mentioning just his, um, he went through a period of, of tantrums and crying and screaming and just upset this upset little boy. Um, my well, second my middle, son. My middle boy. Oh, your middle boy. Okay, yeah, so it's my, my middle too. Son. Oh yeah. yeah, you said the ten. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So actually, exactly. So my middle son, exactly the same way. Um, from conception, really, um, till today, he is the one that pushes me the most. Like if I ever wanted to become a good mother. My first baby made motherhood yeah. so easy for me. Like I could have just rolled yeah, through being a mom. Second baby was yeah, like, mm, you need to step your game up. Yeah. <laughs> me too. I agree. Everything you think you're good at and everything you have ever judged another mother for not doing as well as you have. Like, so why isn't her kid wearing shoes in the snow? And why is her kid screaming <laughs> at the library? And she just needs to connect with him more and hug him more. Like, Maybe she needs a little farm discipline, like all the judge. Yeah, then I had Elijah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, my Rosy Roz was that, was that son for me. And he really, and he came 13 months after my first baby. So it was pretty much by, oh uh, he just right. came in. Yeah. He nursed exclusively for 16 months. He couldn't even swallow like yogurt or applesauce. Like, oh my he was intense. Yeah. So then when he weaned, he was fine. He nursed for two years and he was cool. Um, I mean, he was, he was Rosie. He was extremely sensitive. I know you mentioned like shoes and cloth. Like he couldn't yep. even take me sneezing uh-huh. near him. Like just so sensitive. And he's uh-huh. a true genius. He's a true genius yeah. though. And not only intellectually as, as he's sit, he's seven. Now I recognize he's intellectually a genius, but his emotional wow. intelligence is so high that I feel really wow. honored that he chose me to be the one to like nourish his emotional intelligence because as a young man, the way he is in tune with his environment through his sensitivities, it's mind blowing to me. And I'm so excited for our young men going to grow up and, and be able to be emotional balanced men. Like our world, mm-hmm. the universe has it down. She's doing things yeah. the right way. Like trust your children. The children of the future are here and they're give, being given what they need to become who they need. But um, balance. So I left well, the tribe retreat. With parents like you. Wait, say that one I more mean, time. Especially with parents, I was saying, especially with parents like you, who you know are 
listening and aren't present, I mean, somebody else could have had, you know, such a hard time with a child like that and gotten, you know, into anger and frustration and punishment and medication or, you know, all the things, you know, that yeah. are really, because those children are challenging and you have your hands full and it, they, it's really difficult. So kudos to you, Mama. Well, and you know, it's, I appreciate that. I received that. And it's, and it's just, it's the way of time, right? Like people want to have this stress about time and worry like, Oh, but the future it's over. No, sweetie, the universe, the, the earth. I mean, we can go to the universe, but I just like to stick with mother earth because she's our, our direct connection. This, 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 inter, this, this being of earth is a living, breathing soul that, um, that is, is the most sensitive soul that, that we know here. And her ability to be tuned into what is needed, like all mothers ability to be tuned into what is needed for their child or their children is, is at the highest levels. We don't know any other level higher than that. And so she is constantly making adjustments to her home so that it can be prepared for the future. Um, yeah. And actually, I feel like Douglas Furs, this is totally going off topic, but I'm going to get back to balance. I feel like talking about Delmar and I had a conversation about Douglas Furs once in New Zealand and how Douglas Furs were becoming almost invasive there. And yeah. that kind of is More what, than, yeah. well, and that's what Mother Earth feels like to me. We might call it invasive, yeah. but it, for her, it's like, no, yeah. you just need more Douglas firs. So don't worry. About me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just, oh, I'm making adjustments, totally. you know, like. Yeah. Um, yeah, there are no accidents. Yeah, because it was introduced as a, you know, a foreign species. And it was, yeah, an invasive species to New Zealand where it was, instead of taking 30 years to come to a full mature tree, it was taking a year. Wow. One. So they, you know, was choking out, you know, ground flora and, you know, throwing off the balance. And so, yeah, now doTERRA, again, with their sourcing rate, like, bam, one tree is in every five milliliter bottle of Douglas fir. So you are helping, yeah, create balance. But I love that, yeah, that you're like, no, there's no accidents. We all just need this generational healing. We just needed (laughs) some Douglas fir. We need more Douglas fir yeah. on, on, in, and around our bodies and homes and children. Yes. Well, people awesome. struggle to realize that, wait a minute, but that, that invasive species is killing other species. The thing is, is that that's, that's the whole trick. I mean, that's why what we're talking about with our sons is so important. We feed each other, and mostly it's through our death. Death is a requirement for life. Things have to die in order for new things to come about. And we have just a very limited perspective as a human. And we see things from our little bitty perspective and point of view. And we're like, oh my gosh, but but this native plant is dying. Well, if the native plant did die and it can never come back again, I bet, I, I mean, I'm willing to just put all my all my eggs into the basket that, that it was that native plant's time to die. So, um, you yeah. know, there, it, to try yeah. to explain it's it is just weird. I got you, though. Yeah, the wisdom of the divine wisdom and uh, trust on our part. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so back to balance. Sorry, I just had a little distraction. So back oh, to yeah. balance. Um, so yeah. I, come, I come back from tribe retreat, and I I don't think I had I had weaned him yet. No, I had to. He's older than that. So we're going back farther. But I weaned, when I weaned my son, no, it must have been the same time. Because it was, this happened in Portland, so... Um, he had already been weaned for a while. I can't even, now I don't know. But anyways, um, 
Yeah, because he was bigger then. So he had already been weaned and he had already been going through his post-weaning challenges, which was crying, waking up almost every single night crying and upset, very used ah. to and accustomed to having that comfort of the breast and not having had it for probably like already a year and a half at that point. So came back from tribe retreat wow. and I diffused balance. I diffused balance for two nights and put balance on the back of his neck for two nights back to back. He had never woke up crying again. Wow. He just never woke up crying yeah. again, ever again. Like, wow. he's still. Wow. <laughs> and so uh-huh. much of his energy and so much of who he was became more balanced. So balance is my yeah. my only second. Whoops, it's only my second one. Um, I got to stop talking so much. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Balance. Okay, I'll go past. Okay, and I, I agree. That's definitely in my top two. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go with Elevation. Nice. So Elevation is another blend. That doTERRA made. So Elevation is literally formulated as an antidepressant. Mm-hmm. And I believe it was, it really helped me out of a kind of dark chapter. Um, so it's a blend of tangerine and lavender, amorous bark, um, clary sage, sandalwood, ylang ylang, wood, osmanthus, uh, melissa. So all of these are formulated to create a more uplifted, um, happy, joyful brain chemistry, you know? And it's just a gorgeous sunshine oil to me. Yeah. Um, it really created a, a lot of uh, balance and um, in my emotions and in sort of that sad, despairing uh, chapter. I, I think I... I was going through some challenging times, again, with my middle son. I felt like, you know how you talked about how your first one was so easy and then you have the second one and you're like, Hello. oh, never mind, i got to step it up. <laughs> I really went into a not good place. I really think I felt I was anxious. I think there was some hormonal stuff and um, just, yeah, just kind of feeling like I'm failing at this child and he's so difficult and he's so challenging and I lost my patience and I... You know, I'm I'm frustrated with him all the time, and I'm making it worse. And oh, and I need, you know, self care was not really in my vocabulary at the time. That I was not that was not something that I had ever really witnessed. Again, thinking about you know, like my mom, and she never went had the kind of like, no, I'm going to go to a yoga class, or no, I'm going to go take care of myself. I never saw that, so I felt guilty around feeling like, oh, why am I not? happy. I, I have two children and I should be happy. And I was, yeah, so I went to a dark place. And that um, elevation was one of those ones where, like I mentioned, you know, it was just kind of like, oh my gosh, I could carry it with me. I, there, I could never get enough. I want to sniff it. I want to smell it. I want to put it on. I want it in the bath. I want it on my wrist. I want it yeah. all the time. It's never enough. And then before I knew it, it was like a new season came and you know, before I knew it, I hadn't reached for my bottle of elevation out of my pocket or out of my purse or hadn't turned mm. on the diffuser with it. And, and it had done its job for me. Mm. And it, um, yeah, so it's quite literally formulated as an antidepressant. And I never really even thought of it as, as such at the time. And so, you know, you kind of come out of it and look back and think, dang, that was kind of a dark mm. chapter. And I feel that that was a, a lot of beautiful sunshine and balance. Um, for that chapter and yeah. I think what's important to remember too when we talk about this is that it's not just airy-fairy right like our olfactory nerves the very nerves in our nose that we pick up scent molecules with 
they bring those scent molecules directly into our emotional brain, into mm-hmm. our amygdala. Our, and so we're literally inhaling, healing, microscopic plant molecules that literally go right into the part of our brain where our neurotransmitters like, you know, are produced and are regulated, Neuro, yeah. you know, serotonin or, uh, you know, whatever. So it's, it's not just airy-fairy, you know, it is beautiful, powerful brain chemistry changing plant medicine. It's mm. like amazing. So. It's the truth of our yeah. world. It's why plants grow. It's why they, I mean, not ex- the whole reason they grow for many reasons, but like that's a part of the relationship between animals and plants is that they grow the things that they need for themselves. And it just so happens to be the same things that we need too. How perfect is the earth? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. Even when you said elevation, honestly, as you said it, I haven't smelled it in a while. But as you said it, I was like, oh, like I felt the brightness of it. I love elevation, too. Um, I use it a lot with yoga um, in my yoga class uh-huh. in Oregon. I did it, used it there. And um, yeah, just as a general fragrance to wear, it was it was for a while for me in, in cold, dark times in Oregon. It was very uh, it helped me during the winter months there. So I, I love elevation, too. Good. Yep, I can see that. All right, the next one I got to do, um, I feel like this is on the list of most folks, but I got to give it its, I got to give it its, its due. Frank, my, my friend Frank and Sense. Um, and that's, and it's on everybody's really, and it's really like number one. Um, but frankincense, so many different levels that I could discuss using this oil, but some of the most potent things that I've witnessed myself with, um, with using frankincense is, uh, it's a, it's an amazing, uh, supporter of all things skin. Um, I've yeah. had, I had a few, you know, what they call sunspots or things like that over my body. I get them often. And I literally just put a drop of frankincense on these sunspots that maybe some doctors would say could turn into skin cancer. It could grow into other things. Um, sure. I put a drop of frankincense on it and it disappears over a couple of days. Um, yep. any type of magic. literal magic, um, frankincense uh-huh. has magically reduced, uh, ankle swelling in like an hour or two. Um, one of my best stories with frankincense though, it was Safari was sick and he doesn't get sick. Well, we don't, I try not to even say sick, but he, he was actually sick. Like he, he didn't ever have an issue and he was taken down vomiting, high fever, chills, sweating. And I've literally, I've known this man 15 years. I've seen him go through this. That might have been the only time, maybe other one other time. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So, so ill. And I diffused frankincense in the room for him. I closed the door and left him trapped in there with frankincense diffusing. And I'll never forget how he like busted out of the room. He must have been in there for like 30 minutes. He literally like busted out of the room. Like I can't even breathe anymore. Ran into the bathroom, threw up one more time. And then he was totally good after that. Like the frankincense literally made him purge out the last of it. He was overwhelmed with the power of the, of the plant. And then he was, and then he was good. Um, so I use Frank for for almost everything, but um, it's power to actually purge the body of impurities um, energetically as well as physically is extreme. And although it's a more expensive oil, 
Uh, you're still paying like six, seven cents per drop. And it is a must have for every single family on the planet should have a jar of therapeutic grade frankincense. So that's my third one. I agree. That is a powerful one too. I actually had a, I think it was so, how you said purging impurities, that's energetically and emotionally for me true as well. Because when I actually first got my first bottle of frankincense, I actually couldn't stand the smell of it. Mm. And I couldn't reconcile what I was reading about it, right? Like this powerful ability to do all the things for all the, you know, I mean, on a cellular level, it was described to me as like a literal DNA, like reset button for your cells for cellular damage. Um, And we know, you know, when the DNA of our cells get damaged and then cells multiply and duplicate, you know, what does that turn into? Nothing good. So, you know, I, but it was so interesting too, emotionally and energetically, it literally, I think was, releasing things that I wasn't, you know, it was almost too much. Mm-hmm. And it resulted in my body telling me that it was too much at once. But I would get nauseous and I would get a headache. Mm. And I remember from at the beginning it. of my oil journey, my, uh-huh, from smelling it. And I'm reading like, oh, but it's anti-cancer, anti-tumor, anti-inflammatory, anti-aging, skin, this, that, emotions, brain, all the, and I'm like, but I and I think I'm allergic to it. Like, I remember saying that. <laughs> I'm allergic to frankincense, actually. And I, I remember Sarah was like, girl, you are not allergic to frankincense. I'm like, well, no, I am, actually, because it makes me feel sick. And I don't like it. I mean, I like it, but I can't. It makes me sick. And then it that passed with a lot of sort of cathartic, emotional uh, up-leveling, shall we say. And I, it's like, really, that was a big part of... Um, it was a challenging time. I think that was actually part of why I was using Elevation, too, was mm. that there was literally um, old stuff that really was rattling in, in its cage, wanting to come up and out. Mm. And it just, you know, kind of feels awful at the time, but you're so much better on the other side. And I really believe that these magical oils will help, you know, kind of help move that stuff through. And so uh, old traumas, old limiting beliefs, old whatever. So, um, but yeah, it was interesting. I had, I had quite the aversion to it at first, and then within about a, a year of revisiting it periodically, um, I would take it internally and sort of avoid smelling it, but just sort of, you know, sip it in water. Uh, and then it cleared, and now I love it. So. Mm. Well, really interesting. Another aspect to Frank too is that it that we know that it crosses the blood brain barrier. So it's it's one of the oils that's right. really actually working on our brain and the wiring and structuring yeah. of our brain in a very real way. So that makes total sense yeah. um, that it right. would have that deep con- so even, deeper connection. Yeah, that's so true. And like, and that's good to know, you know, for our listeners too. If, if you ever have, or someone in your in your world have you know, uh, literally, you know, some kind of uh, a brain injury, a concussion, um, you know, chronic headaches, um, even, uh, you know, an elderly aging brain and some, you know, complications there, uh, literally just inhaling, you know, brain, 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 brain stuff. It's just amazing. Um, Yeah, powerful stuff. Um, Okay, my next blend is, my next oil is going to be a blend too, and this one is called Aroma Touch. Are you familiar with Aromatus? I am, yeah. So this, mm, I love it. It's like every time I smell it, I'm like, ah. Yeah. So Aromatus is, again, a proprietary blend. It contains um, 
basil and cypress and lavender and marjoram and grapefruit. Is that it? I think that's it. So it's kind of, it's called our massage blend and it was formulated to be applied topically, specifically for what you would get a massage for, right? So relieving that tension both physically and emotionally. So marjoram has a lot of anti-spasmodic and anti-tension you know, properties. Lavender, of course, very calming, very soothing, both emotionally and to the tissue. Cypress is the oil of motion and flow. It increases circulation and moves stagnant energy through. Um, grapefruit, really refreshing, but also sort of an energy of feeling sort of comfortable in your own body. It's cleansing and detoxifying, but also has some sort of honoring your body energy there. So um, that is just, this, I just adore the smell. I love to put it in some Epsom salt bath for physical and emotional tension at the end of the day. I put it in my kiddos' baths. I really feel like it helps them to unwind. Um, I'll rub it onto my neck and shoulders if I feel like I've had a little too much computer work, uh, phone time, uh, tension stuff happening. Um, I love it. Yeah, I haven't had Aroma Touch therapy yet, though, so I feel like I'm kind of missing out on that. But Aroma Touch, uh, another one, as you said it, it's interesting hearing someone else bring up these these oils because as soon as you said it, I had I, it took you know. Oh well, that's the other thing I wanted to mention about the olfactory um, system. Is that did I say that right? Olfactory, yeah. Um, yeah. Is that that's yep. also connected to our subconscious? So. Um, the truth, the depth of what smell is for us. And so many of us have experienced that you get a smell and you're like, wait a minute, you, it's literally like a time. Uh Um, there's, I am in my grandmother's kitchen, literally, you know, or like for me, there's a certain smell for some reason. And actually I can, I can understand because these were, um, some of my saddest days as a, as a human, but there are smells that take me back to 13 and like from 12 to 14, um, that take me back there. And I bet, you know, as I'm saying this, I bet it, I bet there's intention for me to go back there and heal. I have some healing. I need to go back. Yeah. Because, um, right. And it's, it will, well, yeah. And I, and I, and I keep going back there for sure, but it's just like another yeah. level of why I always return back to that time from smells. Um, but as yeah. you're saying these smells, that's what it's doing. Just hearing the name is activating my subconscious memory of how they smell and I'm almost smelling wow. them again. And that's the depth of how our brain and our subconscious actually works. And even how plants work. Yeah. Um, plant medicine and, and healing is so real that it's, it's a lifetime experience of healing. So plant medicine actually yeah. gets in and makes permanent fixes, permanent adjustments to your biochemistry. Whereas if we look yeah. at you know, pharmaceuticals, they're in there covering up symptoms and hiding symptoms, but the plants actually have the correct, um, physical, you you know, energetic, um, uh, alchemical structure to be able to permanently make adjustments. Exactly. To actually heal, which I know is a word that doTERRA doesn't like to use too often, but that's what they do. Well, right. Well, you know, the FDA doesn't like this. Exactly. That yeah. word, and that's actually <laughs> the bottom line, unfortunately, is that, you know, I have been very non-compliant in this conversation, but it's that, you know, when, when I'm, when I'm a, you know, doTERRA representative online or something, I have to say, you know, for example, can support healthy, healthy open airways or, you know, can support with a healthy inflammatory response after, you know, a head injury or not even, you couldn't even say head injury. So like literally if there is a pharmaceutical that is available that can do 
something, you cannot say that an oil can do it because that is unfortunately part of our broken healthcare system now is that these plants that that God, that universe, that, you know, Mother Earth, that, you know, whatever has, has provided for us all to use as tools and weapons and gifts and, you know, medicine, um, they really do do the things. And unfortunately, in our world, we sort of have to slide under the radar of maybe a corrupt system that says, no, no, you know, plants can't heal. Please go to the pharmaceutical and purchase this. So that's unfortunate, but yes. Yeah, um, it is, but I love the rebels powerful. of the world. <laughs> Go rebels! <laughs> yes, I'm like, I'm not going to be censored when I'm talking about these gifts of the earth. I will not be censored. Um, so that's always a challenge for me, but, yeah. but yeah, I trust that it's all, it's all good and people will hear what they, what they need to hear, but. but it's yeah. happening for sure. Um, all right. My next, my next oil, I'm going to go with a blend as well. I'm going to go with Digestin. Um, I really was wanted to bring Digestin up because of just how much it works in our home. And you, because of what you said earlier, I decided to go with this when you said it's literally like amazing to me and a miracle that you can watch so many people, not only yourself, but so many people take a drop of peppermint oil internally and their digestive issues just go away. Um, yeah, that but, was my that was my gateway oil. I will tell you, peppermint yes, or digestin. That was my first, uh, it was actually digestin. Yeah. It was my, you know, yep. I I took a drop in water. I was very, I was literally kneeling in front of my toilet, ready to vomit, and sort of at that point hoping that I could just vomit because I yep. had three kids running around like monkeys upstairs, and I was like, girl, I, nobody has time for this. Like, just get it out if you're gonna get it out. Like, who knows what they're getting into? Like, oh my gosh. I took a drop of digestion in my hands even and just was like 50% better and then placed a drop in water and was 100% better in a minute and, uh, and like went about my day and I was like, oh, yep. how could I not share these with people? Yep. How could I not give this tool to people who doesn't need that at some point? Yeah, digestion you know? is a is a strong one, and that's and that's literally how quick it works too, and peppermint as well. But just one drop. Yeah, well, it's a part of it. Yeah, it's it's a it's a part of the blend: fennel, um, ginger, some of the strong, you know, digestive herbs. And and in reality, you can get those experiences from taking the herb whole, from juicing them, from putting them in smoothies. But like you said, when you're at the toilet, um, you're in pain, you're doubled over in pain, you're outside, maybe eating. Um, People with IBS, with extreme IBS or Crohn's. Um, you may yeah. be making a smoothie or finding the, the, the raw veggie or fruit isn't, isn't likely, but grabbing your bottle right. of digestion and putting a drop on your stomach or a drop on your tongue or a drop in water and getting it internally, yeah. it works so quickly yeah. and so efficiently that I think people, I feel like it's almost like you forget that you were in pain so quick that you don't even think like, it's like, yeah. it must not have been. I must have been tripping. I must not have actually been in pain. Yeah, it's probably not that bad. <laughs> it's so fast. And one of the best stories, it, it's actually the oil that, like, my children, if they have gas or they're on the toilet, they ask me to use digestion for them. Um, but Because they know, exactly. They know that once, once I bring the digestion out, if they're having pain or gas or something's going to go away. Um, but my yeah. brother, my brother who has had IBS for pretty much his entire life, I feel like ever since he was a teenager, he had IBS. Um, I was visiting him a couple of years ago and, um, I put, I made him put a drop on his stomach after eating and he came back out like 15 minutes later and, and he wasn't in any pain. 
And I asked him, like, hey, did the did the oil work? And he was like, you know what? I am so accustomed to being in pain after eating. I literally have no pain right now. And he he almost it was almost like he kind of got he was in a time warp. Like he he didn't really realize that he wasn't in any pain. Um, what's well, funny? It's normal to not be. Yeah. He was totally, you know, it was, to he was used to being in pain. Oh. Yeah. What's, gr- what's great yeah. about that story too, though, is that my sister-in-law, that same trip asked specifically, well, what kind of oil can I use? That's going to help me lose weight and be, and be sexy and trim. And oh. <laughs> I literally opened, um, modern essentials. I, I was like, well, let's see. And I just opened the book randomly and it took me straight to slim and sex, uh, sassy. <laughs> It was so funny. I was like, oh, well, grapefruit is what you need. There you go. Mm -hmm. Um, I love them and sassy. Yeah, I never, I didn't like it that much. I don't know. The citrus oils are good, but I didn't, I love grapefruit, but I didn't, um, I don't know. I didn't like it as Mm -hmm. much, but I'm pretty thin. So maybe the oils like, um, you you don't need this. Yeah. It has some ginger and some peppermint in it, and then it has grapefruit and lemon. So it has sort of a cleansing and detoxifying effect, and then that kind of warming. Oh, and cinnamon. So some Mm. of that ginger, cinnamon, kind of warming and moving that metabolic, you know, that metabolic energy, sort of putting a little fire in there to get it moving. Um, But they do say that it also, sort of not ironically to us, but some people have a hard time rationalizing this in their heads. It's like, wait a minute, it's also indicated for... Um, stimulating appetite in people who maybe feel maybe they're going under some, you know, medication, they're on a medication that, you know, diminishes their appetite or perhaps they have, you know, an unhealthy relationship with food and body and sort of, you know, find themselves averse to eating. But Slim and Sassy, even though it has that metabolic balancing and bursting um, property, can also sort of stimulate that digestive fire or that metabolic fire in a way that can increase appetite as well. Hmm. And so some women that are like, but I want to lose weight. I don't want to get hungrier. I always am like, you know, just trust, right, that the plant will, will you know, have that genius, uh, yeah. divine wisdom in your body that it won't, you know, you're not going to, if you're already overeating, you're not going to overeat more because you put a drop of this oil in, you know, yeah. and it, it'll, it'll do, and I find that to be so true, right? Like you get these wonderful side benefits as opposed to the side effects that we're used to thinking about in traditional medicine. We're like, you know, it'll be beautiful. Don't worry. Yeah, and it's usually, too, in those situations when you're eating food that nourishes you. So when you're eating whole fruits from the earth, um, you really can't, I mean, I'm not going to say you can't overdo, you can overdo anything. It's much more harder to overeat when you're eating whole foods. And I feel like plants and essential oils help you align with this deeper reality that I actually need to be receiving living I need to be receiving live yeah. energy from the earth in order to be well. And and that's what's so beautiful yeah. that so many humans around the world are getting, the, you know, that doTERRA is the number one essential oil company in the, in the world because so many people are at that first step. They're at step one. Maybe, maybe essential oils is like yeah. step two or step three. It might not just be step one. I actually feel like diet is step sure. one. But in reality, if you have yet yeah. to find your connection to diet, the essential oils are going right. to work as step one for you to reconnecting to nature. Um, and they I do agree. it because they literally help start to change your vibration and your vibration, vibration is so yeah. real and frequency is so real. You're currently, if you're eating the standard American diet, you're currently vibrating at the level of the food that you're intaking. 
So as you start、wow. to intake more plant energy, your vibration literally changes, and then you're going to start attracting more of those vibrations. So、um, it really、right. is a perfect process that has been worked out well before we were born, and give thanks to the perfection、right. of existence. <laughs> Right, right, and I think sometimes too, you know, it helps us start to heal and look at and change some of the underlying, maybe root causes of maybe our poor choices. Like, are we, are we just, you know, continuing to live out something that we think is comforting because we used to eat it when we were a child, or、mm. you know, even though it doesn't necessarily feel good or make us feel good, and it, we know it doesn't nourish us, but、mm, I just crave it.、Yeah. Why? Why are you craving it? What are you? What's really coming up for you? And can you release it, or heal it, or look at it, or you know, kind of make peace with that part that wants to come up and be healed, and it's not. In a bag of chips, you know, or it's not in a gallon of ice cream at night on the couch. Like that, those aren't really those patterns aren't serving you. But perhaps you're a stress eater, or you know, perhaps you're trying to you know reconcile some other chapter of your life,、um, and you're making poor choices. You know, like yeah, it can be right. What's that quote? It's kind of like food can be your your greatest medicine, or it can be the slowest form of poison. You know,、mm. that's the truth, though. Yeah. 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 All right, number five, Mama. We got、yeah. through our top five. This is going to probably be the end of our show, but <laughs> we, we. All right, my last one is going to be on guard. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I have so many more like I could get into, but basically, on guard is our really, really powerful one, especially as a mama with kiddos. It has.、Um, I just really feel like it's it's a very strong antibacterial, antiviral blend of plants that works synergistically to. You know, create an environment where you know invaders and pathogens cannot survive. So it's like cinnamon and thyme and clove,、uh, eucalyptus, rosemary,、um, and wild orange. So the, pe- the fresh peels of that citrus, and basically it's a synergistic combo that is immune boosting. If you ever have a sore throat and you gargle it, you are like, oh my gosh, so much relief. Thank you.、Um, Even like canker sores or、uh, any kind of tooth pain, you know, it's wonderful for oral health and you know, good bacteria in your mouth.、Um, so anytime with the kiddos, you know, if you go to that a museum or a park or a playground or you know, with my kiddos, you know, in school or whatever, you start to think, man, you know, this, this is just a really great protective blend, and it really is kind of like pulling out the big guns. It's real. It's the only antibiotic that my children have ever had,、um, and we have even my child, my oldest, is going to be 14, and he, you know, we've never had to go that route. Man, so、awesome. it is. It is pulling out the big guns for us. You can diffuse it in the air, and it kills the airborne germs. You can spray it topically on, you know, in your sinks or tubs or toilet bowls. You know, if you do bathroom cleaning,、um, that type of thing, and. So Tara's cool because they made it into a toothpaste, they made it into a hand soap, they made it into a concentrated non-toxic household cleaner, they made it into a non-toxic hand sanitizer.、Um, so there's a lot of different forms that you can get this、uh, antibacterial goodness in your world, and we have found it really effective. Which, as a mama, you know, you know when it's like when they're exposed to the gunk and they're coming down with the gunk, and you can do. This one blend and feel like everybody wakes up fine and you're like, oh, never mind, you know. And、oh. you hear from your friends like, oh man, I'm so sorry, you guys were at our house yesterday. We've been vomiting for three days and we're like, no, we're good. Yeah, we don't have it. Like we're good. <laughs> so it is. It is a powerful, powerful ally for 
really, you know, pulling out the big guns and avoiding some of the, the worst of the, the gunk of the winter of the kids. So, yeah, I love it. On Guard is a is a real deal one. Uh, clove is one of my favorite oils. Period. So yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of On Guard. Interesting. Yeah, clove nice. is clove is definitely one of my ones. So um, we actually use clove by itself more than On Guard. Um, but just as you're okay. talking about it, yeah. I realize I, I think I need a new bottle of On Guard. I just feel like I need to have a new uh-huh. bottle of it. But it is a good one. It is. Um, all right, guys. Last one for me. I'm in between two. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with rosemary. I wanted to say Arbor Vitae, uh, but I'm gonna go with rosemary. Uh, um, and it's 11:22, uh-huh. as I said that, so that was the right choice. Perfect. Um, rosemary is my final oil, friends, and amazing. it's so amazing. Oh, just to start at the plant herself. Um, one of the most stable and, and eight and capable plants on the earth she can grow. They actually use rosemary down here in the desert as, um, like, uh, side hedges. Rosemary is everywhere in this city, just lining curds. And it's so hot and so dry. It's so hot. These plants are barely getting watered for four months or so. Where it's cold, it's an evergreen in Colorado. It will, it'll last through our cold winters at, at 5,000 feet and snow. And it, it is, you're right, it's just that tenacity of this plant. Tenacity. Yeah, she is a, she uh-huh. has extreme intention on this earth. The, the little bitty rosemary bush grows with the intention to share her healing power with as many as possible. Um, I've watched little animals rub up against rosemary just for the fragrance. Um, just so powerful and amazing. So the plant herself is, is, is a special plant. And if you're growing plants or you want to grow a plant, I recommend growing rosemary. I recommend having that be something that you grow and start to get to know. Um, so obviously uh-huh. culinary and all of those ways. But for me, what I usually, yeah. what I really go to rosemary for, um, is scalp and skin issues. And to be honest with you, with my three children, the the majority of issues that I have with them are actually skin stuff, like little rashes or bug okay. bites or uh-huh. um, really uh-huh. like surface level skin things. I've had, you know, uh-huh. a full body rash a couple of times and just weird things. But yeah. like that's kind of the extent yeah. of, of the things we deal with. Um, okay. And rosemary, rosemary is the one I turn to. I feel like I make a blend with five of my most potent oils. And if I had once where I was out of rosemary, rosemary wasn't in the blend, and the blend just didn't have the power. And it even had frankincense in it, uh-huh. but it just didn't have the power uh-huh. that rosemary brought. So, um, yeah. we use it for, um, yeah, for all things skin and for scalp and for hair as well. I put it into my apple cider yeah. vinegar rinse for my hair. Um, it's known ah. to stimulate hair growth and also even what we actually, I was helping with Safari. He was using it to help, um, cover up some grays, hopefully. Um, ah, I don't uh-huh. think that he's been doing it enough to actually have any results, but it's known to be kind of a natural, um, to help darken hair. Uh, but anyways, rosemary yeah, is my and fifth one. Yeah, all nice. things scalp. Well, and, yep. um, and yeah. just skin. To me, it's it's the super-powered skin oil. They all are, um, but rosemary yeah. is always needed in my skin oil blends to make it feel effective. 
Nice. And you know, emotionally and energetically, rosemary is like the oil of knowledge and transition. So mm. it can be really powerful during times of transition when you need that knowledge and that wisdom. And then even physically, there's been a lot of studies that talk about sort of mental clarity, uh, increased like focus, memory retention, really great for headaches. So there is that kind of knowledge, uh, brain um, energy too, where they've, you know, it's helped with, you know, studying or, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. memory and information retention, mental clarity um, for brain fog and stuff like that. So it's beautiful for emotionally and energetically too. And that makes sense when you think about the, the plant, because as we were just talking about, here we have a, this plant that can survive 5,000 feet up at um, an extreme cold and can also um, survive. Uh, we might even be a little bit below sea level here in extreme heat. So this is a plant that is it itself is has a deep knowledge and awareness of transitions and is able to deal with them wow. itself. So. That's what I love having the, you know, like I said, the, the oils, I feel are like that gateway for people because once you start working with rosemary and you're having these experiences, you can't, but you, you just can't help but look at the actual plant. I mean, I, I at least hope that that's where most people take themselves to is, well, I have this oil, but now let me go see what the plant is doing. Let me learn about the plant itself. Um, because they definitely, I mean, they, they speak for themselves. That's what it is. You know, it's, you don't really, yeah. we are having to re-share and re-introduce um, ourselves to plants and, and each other to plants and the healing energy. Um, but it's more so just because the communication has been cut off. We're, we're not vibrating um, due to many different things to the level where we could communicate easily. And that's what's being reconnected is this, this communication. We are, we're receiving these plant vibrations yeah. and we're starting to be able to communicate with them again or to uh, decipher the communication. So, um, absolutely. Yeah. And I think when you, you probably can resonate with this, you know, it's sometimes like I'll have, you know, I have a box of oils in my bedroom. I have another little box of oils, like a wooden box on my kitchen counter. I have a couple by my sink in my bathroom, you know, and it's funny because sometimes I'll just almost like smell a smell that I didn't smell in the natural. It's almost like, like you had talked about, like my deep subconscious is like, hmm. I, I thought I just caught a whiff of rosemary, like, mm. or something, and then, or I'll be looking at my box and one will just leap out of me, and you find yourself kind of start to crave the ascent at certain times where you're like, hmm, I just need some of that right now, mm-hmm. and it's, it's hard to descri- explain unless you are, you know, familiar with, with this, you know, type of aromatherapy and plant medicine where maybe you're like, oh my goodness, like, I'm just craving out, you know, this scent, yeah. like, where most people might think that they're, you know, maybe they're craving to eat or a, a, a flavor or something that just sounds good, you will experience that with your oils where you're mm. like, mm, something just, and it's beautiful that awareness of your, you know, listening to your body and allowing that communication of like, that's what I need. Yeah. So perfect. Um, how our world is set up. It's so good. So perfect. I wanted to get into a deeper conversation with you about mom life and about using oils, but we're already at an hour and a half. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to have to, yeah, I'm going to, well, I'm just going to have to say, I'm going to have to have you come back because, um, the show is normally about an hour. So we're already well over that, but, um, I knew we were going to have a lot to talk about. I I thought we'd be able to get it all in though. 
My bad. I'm a, I'm a talker, that's for sure. Oh, it's not, nothing bad about it. We got some really good information out. Um, and we'll just have to come back again. And maybe we could even do a group chat. Yeah, maybe we could have Delmar and you come back and we could do a, um, a, a larger doTERRA talk or, or even just talk about moms and oils and how we as mothers yeah. are using plants. Um, cause I definitely wanted to get into that, but, um, but we're going to have to wrap it up because folks, it is a podcast and folks don't listen to them forever. So we're going to have to go ahead and, and wrap it Hi. up for now. But, um, thank you so much, Kristen, for coming and sharing your energy and your love and your knowledge for being the rosemary of, of the show this week. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun to talk with you about things I love to talk about with people I love to talk about them with. So it was awesome, and thank you for the opportunity to kind of just, yeah, share my my fire with the world and what I'm about. I love that. That's why we're all here, right? That's what we're all here to do. So thank you for giving me a, a, an additional platform to share my love with the world. So that's, that's awesome. Thank you. You are welcome. You're most welcome. And... Um the gratitude is deep on both sides uh, for being a part of the show and for sharing your energy, but for also just the work that you do love. Um, yeah, we def- uh-huh. I definitely want to have you come back and talk about uh, the team and just the changes. So we'll, we'll do that for sure because um, okay. you are helping a lot of women and men and children and families connect to this energy and um, the work is honored and it's valued and we all really appreciate what you and other members of the tribe and just so many, you know, men, men are definitely getting the call as well, but I, I got to highlight, highlight out the mamas and the women because yeah. we are stepping up. We are I stepping agree. up. And I'm not even to yep. say that in a sense to take away from our mothers and their mothers no. and our mothers, mothers, no, mothers, because no. women uh-huh. have been stepping up since we started pushing humans out of our vaginas. Like that's what we do. Um, we step up. Okay. When it's time, we know how to get the thing done. Um, but I, I just, there is a massive revival of the feminine energy, um, that Uh is, that is, um, taking place. And I feel so uh, the words, I don't know. English doesn't give me, I'm going to say thankful, but I feel this, uh, like, I don't even know. I'm trying to find some way to say it in a deeper way. It's just this, like, oh, I just know everything is okay. I just know everything is alignment, okay. Alignment, maybe. I, the word that was coming to me was this alignment of, of, of yeah, just sort of, it is, I agree, that trust of, like, everything is, you know, we will bring forth what is needed for the earth and for people and yeah, it's really our job and our duty. It's why we're here. And when you're called, you got to listen, you know? Mm. So Life affirmation is what I wanted to say. Like, I feel affirmed to be alive almost um, by watching the way that humanity changes over time. And as I watch these women yeah. around me listen and take heed and do the work of their heart and step up and show up, and and work and spread healing love and push themselves to become their their better versions so that they can do that for others. As I'm watching these women and men, but especially these mamas around me do this, I feel 
I feel like affirmed to be alive. Like this is what life is all about. It's the dark is never going away. We're going to always have the dark, but life will always level up as it needs to do. Like that's what life does. And, and watching the powerful souls around me do it, physically do it and watching them slowly, but surely change the world. It's like, yeah, man, like that's why we're alive. Yo, that's why we're alive. Yes, and I totally feel that, and we'll have to do this, you know, another episode, but that is, some, that's my next, you know, of course, it's always through the vehicle of doTERRA's oils and plant medicine and whatever, but I have tapped into that so much with helping my people get, you know, maybe help them learn how to share these oils with people, help them get over that fear of what might people think, and oh, I don't know if I should sell it, or I don't know if I know enough, or, you know, all of these old stories that you bump up against. That has been, you know, my next level of helping people heal of like, you know, hey, getting over that old thought, that old lie, that limiting belief, that story you were told, you know, that baseline programming that you received, it's time to change it. And oils can be wonderful allies in that because it's so important to get out of your own way and show up for the world with your gifts and your strength. Mm. And it's not easy. And no. I think there's, you know, some darkness that would like to keep us quiet and stuck and playing small and staying in our comfort zones and not taking risks and, you know, following patterns, like you said, not that our parents and grandparents didn't, you know, step up, but there is a call for mamas step up and step out. Yes, you're still a good mama if you have a career. And yes, you're, you're, you know, the world needs you to show up in greater arenas and not play small. Mm. Um, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, creating wealth for your family because wealth literally is just currency. It's literally energy. So when you create it and you create a pipeline of it that continues to flow to you, you can create big changes in the world. I mean, you yeah. can create changes in the world in small ways, but hey, you know what, the bottom line is you do need money to dig a well in India. You do need money to create an orphanage, you know, or to rescue children out of sex trafficking or to do these really big things that the earth, you know, and the world and people need. Yeah. You know, it's these, you know, I love to help people, you know, dream bigger and step into their power in that way too and get out of their own way. So that, mm. that can be another conversation, but that's been something that's been really lighting the fire in me. Yeah, I think that's the perfect next conversation, actually, because uh, I think the three of us being able to share a conversation like that, and maybe even I'll maybe I'll even grow that and think of like doing a panel talk with this, because I'd love to hear. I ah, mean, because so many ah. women are doing this and dreaming bigger and pushing and going for it. So um, I'll think yeah. about that because I would love to really get the actual voices of women doing it out to the audience and out into the sphere. Um, because a big part yeah. for all of us as we do this is to make sure that we're pulling not just one person, not just two people, but pulling as many souls as we possibly can along with us. Um, like for me, what any work I do, if I'm not bringing my team with me and my team is pretty much anyone who wants to work with me, like actually work. But um, if yeah. I'm not bringing my team with me, then I might I mean, I, I should just be quiet. You know, there's literally no reason for me to say anything to anyone if I'm not bringing my entire team along the journey of being able to say something to someone. Because it's not easy to speak up and share your voice. So if I'm learning right. to do it, I'm going to help as many as I possibly can do it too. So that, that we'll, we'll go forward with that. We'll think about maybe even a panel 
Um, I've been thinking of, of doing great. a panel. Yeah, and we could maybe get four or yeah. five, six voices on the show. That's great. Um, That's been yeah. one of my biggest, you know, healing healing forces, I think, too, has just been, you know, that awareness of, like, wow, you know, it's really none of my business what other people think. They don't have to, I don't have to be their cup of tea. Boom. But I do have to speak my truth, you know. I, I, it is my job to speak my heart. It's not my job to then babysit how it lands for every individual that comes across it. It's not going to land. It can't mm. land in a happy way for everyone, or you'd be, you know, you'd be cookie cutter, bland, shaving down your, all your edges if you thought you were going to please everyone. You never will. Mm. So you just, then you'd stay silent. So just this idea of being okay with rejection, being okay with even being disliked, yeah. uh, you know, with people misunderstanding my message or my energy or my purpose, yeah. being okay with that, but not holding it back to avoid the, the emotions that come along with it and just playing, not playing small. So then mm. I think that that is, has been a huge part of my healing of uh, feeling okay, letting go of a lot of stress or anxiety or tension and fear of, you know, that we're all really lies. You're like, wow, at the end of the day, even if I'm rejected, even when I'm rejected or misunderstood, I'm still alive and breathing and on fire for this this message and this journey. So, hmm. so what? Some will, some won't. So yeah. what? Who's next, right? Everything's okay. So, everything is okay. Everything is okay. All right, love. Well, thank you so much for talking with me today, and we will definitely do that one soon. Uh, I'm going to put together a panel, yeah, um, probably like right in the new year um, or sometime soon. I'm going to put together a panel of women, and that will be the first big show like that. But I look, I'm excited for that, and I'll definitely um, invite you on, and hopefully that you can be a part of it. And um, That would be great. Yeah, it'll be fun. All right, love. Well, I appreciate your time, energy, knowledge, um, and you just being who you are. And um, we will talk Same. again sooner than later. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. And Have family. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you, love. And family, yeah. uh, we'll be back next week for episode 12. Um, like I said, it's going to be our final episode. A really cool one to, to wrap up on, too. It's going to be um, broadcast on the 22nd of the month, uh, 1022. And I'm going to have a friend, um, a local friend who is in water management and water conservation in the desert. Uh, he's going to be talking about some really cool work that he's doing here locally and, um, and just some stuff that we're building together. So I'm excited about that last show and then we'll take a break and we'll be back, um, sooner than later. So I love you guys. Happy Monday. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.